The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North. KSTP AM 1500. Oh, hi. Who is it? This is the place to talk about everything related to the home. Buying or selling real estate, financing, and improvements that can help increase your home's value. I'm gonna make this place your this is Minnesota Home Talk on Score North. Here's your host, Jason Walgrave. Welcome back. Happy New Year. This is Minnesota Home Talk. We're live on Score North on 1500. We are the original real estate show here at AM 1500 Radio. I'm your host, Jason Walgrave with Walgrave Real Estate Group and the Minnesota Real Estate Team. With Remax Advantage Plus, also in studio this morning, we have Tanian Walgrave with Walgrave Real Estate Group and the Minnesota Real Estate Team at Remax Advantage Plus. Of course, Tay has been, um, she's no stranger to the show. You've been coming into the show for the last probably 10 years. Yep, I have. 10 years? <laughs> I, I was struggling with this struggling with that? I, I think so. <laughs> well, because when I met you... I was only like two years older than you are now. <laughs> Sounds and, right. And I'm currently the age that Mike Overson was when I met him. <laughs> like that is. It's hard. <laughs> All right. Particularly, we're on. It's you know New Year's and uh, another day older, so to speak. And it's like, man, where's this time gone? We've been doing this show for eighty thousand years or whatever. <laughs> No, 85 years. 80,000. 80, 85, 85, 85 years. Listen, when when you live for an eternity, yes. and you are you are fated to do the same real estate show for all of human history. Oh, it's like the what's that? What's that show? That Groundhog Day show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like Groundhog Day. What 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 our listeners don't know is that my whole life is this studio. <laughs> every every weekend, same exact thing. The same thing. The same thing. <laughs> and then we have new to the studio, uh, Riley Bester with Team Lavalli and Polaris. So, folks, uh, we're going to be talking about Snowcross later in the show. We're going to be talking about Riley and uh, his team and what. Uh, here we go. Riley. Sorry, I was a little late on that. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot how to hit the buttons. <laughs> Riley, thanks for coming in this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. Uh, we're excited to talk about Snowcross. Um, the season begins next week, and so um, uh, we're going to be going over all of those details as well. Uh, market updates, we're going to go over real estate, and uh, let's see, what do I have? Eight steps to make your remote business hacker-proof. Um, as we all know, in the last uh, year and a half, more and more companies and businesses are working remotely. Employees have the opportunity to work from home, and uh, we're going to be talking about how to hacker-proof that remote business. So eight steps to make your remote business. Hacker-proof, we'll go over that uh, just um, shortly here. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to open up the phone lines right away. So if you have any real estate questions, if you have any snow-crossed questions, Questions for Riley this morning, give us a call. The studio lines are open at 651-647. 
I almost did it wrong. Yeah, we were talking about it before the show, and I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> the call-in number to the studio, 651-647-2910. We're giving away four tickets to a Timberwolves game for the best real estate or snow cross question this morning. Studio lines are open if you'd like four tickets to a T-Wolves game. All four seats are together. Uh, they're a lot of fun. We went, uh, Tay and I and, and Liz and the rest of the, the crew, we went on Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday yeah. uh, to the T-Wolves game. Uh, a lot of fun. So if you'd like to go to T-Wolves game, four tickets on us. The best real estate or snow cross question this morning. Give us a call at 651-647-2910. That's the call number to the studio. We'll take questions throughout the show. Give us a call. 651-647-2910. The text line, you can also text your questions to 763 763- Four four three five six six four. The text line to win Tim Rolls tickets. Four tickets, one big winner. Text us your real estate or snow cross question to our text line, which is seven six three four four three five six six four. That's seven six three four four three five six six four. All right. Should we do uh you know, do you do you realize that that right now it is the warmest day of the year. <laughs> Wrap your head around that one, Evan. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Today is the warmest day of the year, folks. So make sure that you get out and enjoy the sun. Enjoy Maybe catch the sun. tan. All right, we're gonna do smoking hot listings. Oh man, and, here we go. You know, they are the hottest listings of the year too. They are. <laughs> they are. There have there have never been hotter listings yeah. this year. This is like this is like a, that's absolutely the, wild to think about. <laughs> And I just, I dislike it, but I do need to hit, like, hot music. Hang on. Here we go. Hot. Yeah. That's pretty good hot music. All right, folks. Yeah. We're going to start in Dundas, Minnesota, which is just south of Elko Newmarket, about 10 miles. Right on the interstate, we have a property located at 1736 Millersburg Boulevard in Dundas. 130 acres of zone commercial. Uh, this is an amazing opportunity. Uh, high visibility. You've got a half mile of, of frontage on I-35. Uh, incredible opportunity to uh, develop in this property on the market for $5.2 million. Moving over to Minneapolis, uh, Girard Avenue North, 3646 Girard Avenue North. Three bedroom, one bathroom, one car garage, 1907 built. This is a one and a half story. Uh, completely remodeled. This is a really, this is a really cute home. Uh, 1,123 square feet, uh, new kitchen, new floors, uh, updated and remodeled throughout. And folks, this home is priced at $199,900. Great opportunity to own a single-family home in Minneapolis, 3646 Gerard Avenue North. I love this little kitchen, by the way. You Isn't know, it great? Like, it, it is a smaller home, but this kitchen is a great space because there's enough room to actually like move around. Move around. Um, they did a great job designing and finishing that kitchen. Beautiful home. This is a great house. And a great price under $200,000. So Sweet deal. Great deal, folks. Check it out. We've got, as you know, folks, we cover the entire state of Minnesota and western Wisconsin. Our next hot listing is in Pequot Lakes, Minnesota. Uh, that's about how far, Tay? Two and a half hours? Yep. Uh, Tanian went up there <laughs> on Thursday to uh, install a sign for us. And... Um, it is. Uh, it's a little bit of a drive, but a, a really cool opportunity to own a. Th- this is a mixed-use property, so it could be used as an office, uh, run your business. Uh, you can live there. 
Uh, used to be a church, uh, so it's a converted uh, property, but it's on Main Street, 4572 Main Street in Pequot Lakes, Minnesota. I honestly, this is one of my favorite properties. Isn't it cool? It, you know, it's its exterior needs a tiny bit of TLC, I would say. Yes. But the interior is kind of a blank slate because it's this big open area. It's a converted church. Yes. And that means that you can do that loft living thing or... Could be a yoga instructor. Yo- yoga do you instructor? have a dream That's of being a, a yoga idea. instructor? No, I don't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> but I I'm saying if someone does, <laughs> this may be the opportunity for you. This main living area is just enormous because it was a church. It's with high ceilings and it's 2,900 finished square feet. Oof. Um, 1908, 1908 built. So you've got some, uh, you've got some character and charm. And folks, is priced at 125, $125,000. Uh, this property, the the current owners, they did have it rented out to a resident. Someone was living there, uh, twelve fifty a month in rent. So as an investment opportunity, investment property, uh, this is a great one. Again, and the basement. Uh, side note: the basement really reminds me of the karate studio that I used to, in Uptown, yeah. where Fifth Element is now. There used to be a National Karate next to it. And boy, the basement was just like this. Just a gigantic space with a couple metal poles. And that was a great karate studio. Did, did they have pads wrapped around the metal poles? No. 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 That's just a part of the training. Buyer beware. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Pebble Creek Custom Homes has a to-be-built home on Sims Court, 16080 Sims Court, southeast in Prior Lake, Minnesota. This is a uh, small nine-lot development across from the uh, middle school's Twin Oaks. And Hidden Oaks, all half-acre walkout lots. This home is a five-bedroom, five-bathroom, three-car garage, 2022 built. This is a to-be-built home with 2,941 square feet above ground. Uh, on the market for $950,000. The next one is a one of the lots that we have in that development. Nine lots. I think we have four left, four that are currently available. They range in price from $110,000 up to $175,000. Uh, all half acre walkout lots. It's surrounded by 12 acres of preserve. So um, you've got some nice privacy, a uh, nice buffer between uh, these lots and the next development. And uh, Prior Lake Savage School District, of course, opportunity to build your new home at Pebble Creek Custom Homes. Got a couple lot. All right, moving over to Cocado, Minnesota. This one um, back on the market. It is four, I'm sorry, address is 54. Five Eighth Street Southeast in Cocado, six bedroom, two bathroom, two car garage, nineteen seventy four built, twenty three hundred and sixty four square feet, big lot, .7 acres, and it is priced to sell at two eighty nine nine hundred on the market for two eighty nine nine hundred six bedrooms in Cocado, Minnesota. It's got a huge backyard as well. This is something I like. Yeah, look at that. As someone who has a dog that doesn't like people, man. <laughs> This is the house for you that if you want a dog house. space. That is a fantastic backyard. It's just awesome. Cool property in Cocado. All right, folks, moving over to... This is one of the most spectacular properties we have ever listed and marketed. It is in Red Wing, Minnesota. If you'd like to buy an entire point in the um, uh, on the Lake Pepin and Mississippi River shorelines, you have 425 feet of private shoreline. This, by far, has more Sandy Beach than any other property that we've sold uh, it, it is quite spectacular, pretty incredible. Uh, the home is a pagoda style, uh, 1929 built. The original owner brought plans, um, uh, blueprints back from. He spent some time in Asia, uh, had the plans drawn up, brought it back, and built it here in Minnesota. Pretty cool plan. Uh, three stories, and uh, the, the the land is absolutely spectacular. Though on the market for two million dollars, 
uh, one acre um, with incredible shoreline in Red Wing, Minnesota. We've got an investment opportunity. Uh, Tay is also familiar with this one. She was at this property as well on Thursday on her way up to uh, Lake Pepin. This one is in Aiken, Minnesota on the north shores of Malax. It is a resort. Docks Harbor. For, uh, 32 RV sites, 26 boat slips, lodge, um, shed, and it also has opportunity for expansion for additional slips and docks on this property. Four acres. If you're looking for that uh, resort lifestyle, that lake shore living, uh, this is your opportunity. 39629 State Highway 18 in Aiken, Minnesota, on the market for $2.5 million. Really, really cool property. Uh, brand new docks throughout. Uh, this is a great opportunity for investment property um, or uh, owner operator. If you're looking for a, a change in your lifestyle, this is it in Aiken, Minnesota, North Shores of Malax. That Folks, does sound kind of nice. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You know, run that. That'd be uh, get out of the, the, the rat race in the cities. Get, get out of this perpetual real estate show. <laughs> Every weekend it's the same. <laughs> It's consistent, doc. right? I could definitely be Doc, right? You could be Doc. Yeah. Doc Little. Yeah. Doc Little. Old Doc Little. <laughs> Everybody knows that when you want a good time, you go to Doc Little's Harbor. You'd have, you'd have to open up a little bar restaurant there. Yeah. Something. Yeah, but you know, like a restaurant called Little's. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Doc's is better. <laughs> you know, there was a restaurant in Minneapolis for a long time. Really, really great soul food place called Big E's. Big E's. Yeah. That's funny. I had a I had a kinship with that place. With Big E's? Yeah, I loved that place. <laughs> and I lived very close to there. I went to high school very close to there, and then I lived very close to there. And then they closed, and it was very sad. Sometimes sometimes we call my youngest daughter Big E. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> of course, her name is Eliana, but we call her Big E. She's not very big. No, no she has a big personality. Uh, well, so <laughs> many children do. <laughs> Folks, who wants to go to T-Wolves game? We're giving away four tickets to the Tim Wolves this morning. The best real estate question or snow cross question. We've got Riley Bester with Team Lavalle and Polarison. Taney and Walgraves here. Evan Little with, is it just Paragon? Is it officially yeah, Paragon? Yeah, it's the new year. Paragon, Paragon insurance group or Paragon. Paragon. Just Paragon. So all your insurance questions as well. Phone lines are open at 651-647-2910 is the call number to the studio. Best real estate uh, insurance or snow cross questions. Going to win four tickets to a Timberwolves game. Who wants to go to T-Wolves? Give us a call. Free tickets on us. Four seats all together. One big winner. Phone lines are open. Give us a call. 651-646-647. Six smokes. <laughs> It's gone. It's the gone. new year has just ruined has you. Erased it's erased it. 651-647-2910. There we go. 651-647-2910. I'm going to have to look at the number every time I say it uh, this morning. You can text your questions as well. Gives you a chance to win. You can win four tickets to a T-Wolves game. Text your real estate, snow cross, or insurance questions to 763 Five six six four. That is the text line. Text to win at seven six three four four three five six six four. All right, let's do some uh, market updates, Tini, and let's do some statistics let's right now it. for the Twin <clears throat> Cities metro area. Of course, this is the warmest day of the year currently in Minnesota. Ever. 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 <laughs> um, all right. So inventory of homes for sale is five thousand. 543 
Um, and a year ago it was 7,001. So that puts us down about 21%. So um, inventory of being only 5,500 homes for sale. I mean, th- this is down actually about 20% from a month ago. Uh, I think we were sitting around 7,000 or a little bit above 7,000 listings. Now we're at 5,500. Um, that's really, really low. Hopefully we see uh, more inventory coming on the market in 2022. Is this just the the no one's moving this chunk of the year Big thing? Big part of it, yeah. Just no one's going to list their house yep. uh, during the holidays. Not many. Yep, not yeah. many. So. Um, next we have pending sales in the last three months, which is 15,113. Um, the previous year it was fifteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-one, so that's about um, a negative point five percent difference. So that's interesting. Even though inventory is down twenty-one percent, pending home sales is only down five and a half percent. So it indicates uh, we still have a very strong real estate market in the Twin Cities. Um, the median sale price is currently three hundred and thirty-nine thousand six hundred and twenty-five. A year ago, it was three hundred and ten thousand. So that's up about nine point six percent. Fascinating number to look at, folks. Uh, almost ten percent increase in median median sale price over the last year. I think twenty twenty two. That's probably going to end. I think by the end of the year, maybe a five or six percent increase in in appreciation. Uh, I do uh, anticipate appreciation slowing down, uh, but I I do think that uh, values are going to continue to go up through 2022. Affordability index is 132, um, and a year ago it was 150, so that's a difference of negative 12%. Anytime we're above 100 on the affordability index, uh, homes are considered affordable, and uh, it's looking good for uh, this year as well. Homes per buyer is 1.1, and a year ago it was 1.4. That's a difference of negative 21%. This is a fascinating number, right? So if you're a buyer, uh, you have one house to choose from. Yeah, basically. So basically, <laughs> so you've got one to choose from. Um, but keep in mind, folks, this right the month of January, uh, this I think is a great opportunity for buyers to uh, to maybe not have as much competition uh, is is if they wait till February. The spring market in the Twin Cities starts the week, well, basically the Monday after the Super Bowl. So first week in February, now may be a great opportunity for buyers in the month of January to get out and secure property because there's less competition right now than there will be in a month. So um, keep that in mind. Days on market is currently 30. A year ago, it was 34. um, So that puts us down about 12%. So homes are selling 12% faster than they were a year ago at this time. 30 days on the market is incredibly fast. Uh, Great opportunity for sellers to get your homes sold quickly. Um, Percent of list price received um, is currently 99.8%. A year ago, it was 100.2%. So that is down 0.4%. So still, folks, if you're a seller, you can expect to get very close to asking price, very close to list price uh, in this uh, hot real estate market in the Twin Cities. For more information about these uh, market updates or our hot listings, go to our website, minnesotahometalk.com. You can also connect up with all of our fantastic partners. We've got uh, tons of reports on buying, selling, investing in real estate. A lot of free stuff, free market analysis on your home or investment property or commercial real estate land. You've got free home searches. You can set up custom home searches to be uh, notified 
when all new listings hit the market that fit your criteria. And again, you can connect directly with all of our fantastic partners. Go to our website, check it out, minnesotahometalk.com. Phone lines are open at 7... Well, that would be the text oh, line. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't even this is the, the worst show of the year. <laughs> yes. It's also yes, it the best is. show of the yes, year. So. <laughs> Phone lines in the studio. Studio lines are open. Give us a call. Who would like to go to a T-Wolves game on us? Four tickets to the Timberwolves available for one big winner. The best real estate insurance or snow cross question. Speaking we got right of, we, we got, got a, a text. snow cross question. That's our first question of the morning. It. I love it. All right, so phone lines. Give us a call at 7... Can't even do it. Can't even do it. <laughs> you want me to do the numbers today? Done. Give us a call. 651-647-2910. One more time. That's 651-647-2910. Or text us. 763-443-5664 is the text line. One more time. That's 763 443 5664 for text questions. And <laughs> speaking of text questions, we got one from Jeremy. All right. He's asking about Snowcross. What is the best way to watch the upcoming race at Canterbury is what he wants to know. Oh, you got to be there. So we'll be racing. Um, I think the pros start racing about 3 o'clock on Friday. So that'll be the 7th. And then we race uh, similar time. We'll start up racing at like three and go all the way till eight on both days the seventh and eighth at canterbury park in shakopee yeah we're i'm, I'm excited sweet. it is gonna be sweet it is you can buy you can get your tickets online yep if tickets you online us, you can get them at the gate too at the gate um, too yeah they sell them there otherwise uh if you're lame and you want to watch from home <laughs> uh you can you can go to flowracing.com and it'll be live streamed there so the Canterbury, um, of course, Riley, I've been following you on on your race circuit for the last probably, what, five, six years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five, six years. Um, I was not, um, I didn't really know anything about Snowcross and, until you introduced it uh, to me. It's very exciting. Yeah. Um, they're a lot of fun. I've been to a lot of races in, in different locations. Canterbury, I really like for a couple reasons. One, because it's local. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's yep. close. It's only, well, it's like eight minutes from our house. Yeah. So that's really cool. But I also like that. Canterbury has a lot of indoor seating yep. as well, and so if you want to um, experience it outdoors, you want to watch a couple races, um, but then there's a, a large indoor seating space. they got a lot of ve- um, um, vendors there, mm-hmm. so great food, great vendors. It's a really cool place. If you've got kids, if you've got little kids, they yep. have the, the little snowmobiles set up, and they yeah, get that's so fun. drive around in circles. <laughs> Boys so have done that a few times. Yeah, they have. They have. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's probably one of the best parts about Canterbury. That's why it's always one of the biggest races because there's indoor seating, there's a ton of vendors inside, um, there's a ton of seating outside. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally see the whole track from up on top in the seating, the stadium seats, and then you can go watch right uh, 20 feet from the track, right, right uh, on the blacktop down there or whatever it is. Yeah, but, yeah. It's a cool, cool event. It, it, it's a cool <clears throat> venue, and you can get general mission tickets. Uh, you can go and watch the races that you know your racers that you're there yep. for. Spend a, you know fifteen twenty minutes outside, and then you can go back inside to warm up. Yep, um, it, it is it is exciting, folks. We got the phone lines open. You have questions for Riley this morning. Give us a call into the studio six five one six four seven two nine one zero. That is the call number of the studio six five one six. Four seven two nine one zero. Best questions gonna win four tickets to Timberwolves game. You can also text your questions to seven six three four four three 
Five six six four seven six three four four three five six six four. That is the text question. All right, we've got. Look at that, Evan. <laughs> you did it. You did it. <laughs> First time you successfully gave the numbers this year. <laughs> We're gonna have those going all show. Aren't oh we? yes, you started it. You said that this is the warmest day of the year. Yes, and it's on now. It's, it's on. It's on. It's on. <laughs> So, folks, we got Riley Best here with Team Lavalli and Polaris. Riley, when did you start? Well, how old are you right now? Uh, right now, I'm, I just turned 20. Well, not just, but I turned 20 in September. In September. Yeah. How, when did you start racing? Uh, I, well, I started riding a snowmobile in my backyard when I was like five. And I think my first race was shortly after I started r- riding around yeah. in the backyard, like so five or six years old. That's pretty wild. I, yeah. I, need, I need a little bit of context here. How big is your backyard? Oh, it's it's actually pretty big. I okay. mean, I would say like because like a half a football field. Okay, I don't know. okay. Yeah. About. I, I I I know I am safe in making that assumption, but there's yeah. still a piece of me. I grew up in the city, and so it's like riding the snowmobile around <laughs> the backyard. The image that comes to mind is six of an acre. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You For got your sure. regular city lot, and you're just doing like little donuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and my neighbor, he let he always let me like go into his yard. Nice. So I had a little yeah, bit two little, yards. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit more room to work with. So, so you got into racing at five, six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, who introduced you to it? Oh, uh, my dad. He he raced. He got into it uh, later than I did, but um, I think. He, yeah, he. I want to say he started probably around the age I'm at right now. Okay. But uh, yeah, when I when I was big enough to get on a little Polaris 120, yeah. he had me on that thing, and then from <laughs> from then on, I just have been racing. So, so that's like 15 years of racing. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's been a, a while. That is a long time. Yeah. Ups He's and been downs. Racing like as long as you've been doing real estate. Almost. That's yeah. Ninety nine. Yeah. Almost. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, it, they're exciting, folks. If you've never seen um, a snowcross race, it, they're exciting. They're yep. the first one that I went to was I think it, it was at Canterbury. That was mm-hmm. the first one that I saw. Um, a couple things that that stand out uh, to me was how fast, how yeah. fast you guys go. Yeah. Way faster than I was expecting, and in person is way faster than than what it looks like on yeah. TV. Um, so that was incredible. Uh, how loud it is! Yeah, you know that I couldn't believe how loud it was. <laughs> yeah. You know, which makes it really exciting, and and how high you guys jump. I yeah. mean, I mean those, you know, the jumps that you're hitting. I mean, what what's the how high off the ground are you on some of those? I don't know. I mean, it it kind of depends on the track, but I don't, I'm so bad with like. It's got to be doing, 20, 25, yeah, 30 feet. For sure. Of them. I mean, it's, and distance-wise, yeah. I know there's some that we're, hit, we're hitting, yeah, like 100-foot jumps. Well, maybe not 100. I guess it just depends on the yeah. track. But, yeah, it's definitely cool, especially in person. Like you're saying, the, you get the loud noises. You get the how fast we're actually going. Like, some of that stuff you won't you won't really be able to tell on the live stream. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it, it's cool. And then all of the, the behind the the scene stuff is is super fascinating to yep. me and so it um it reminds me of of nascar yep. a little bit because you've got this whole team you know um your dad is a big mm-hmm. part of that and your mom your sister tanian and, and your whole crew i yeah. mean you've got you know you got riley you got the racer yep. and then you got i don't know what 15 20 people behind you yeah at least to, to make all these yep. these races happen 
Yeah, so, and then that's the cool part too. If you guys do uh, come to the race at Canterbury, you can buy a pit pass and you can walk right through the pits and see everything that's going on behind the scenes yeah. too. It's so, really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. So, so tell me a little bit about the the season. You've got snowcross. It's it's similar uh, to NASCAR in that it's a points system, yep. right? And so the season begins. You have, I think, you have eight events. Yep, we have eight events, and then two two race or two days of racing okay. each weekend. So we'll have like a total of sixteen rounds. Sixteen rounds. Yep. And then potentially three races per round. Does that sound right? Yeah. So we'll have. Well, points-wise, so we'll have, obviously, a practice. That's, like, no points for that. But then we'll have two heat races and then a final that okay. count towards points. Okay. And, like, I believe this year it should be the same, but um, it's for heat races, it's, like, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, whatever, however many guys are in the heat race. So if yep. you win, you get 10 points. Um, and then finals, in the finals, it's I think it goes 25, 23, 22 and then it goes 21 20 so then it yeah and then obviously at the end of the year whoever has the most points wins most points win. <laughs> so yeah it gets pretty gets pretty crazy towards the end of the year especially if there's a close points race so so one of the most important <clears throat> things is to make finals yeah i would say that's by far the biggest thing yep. um like because yeah if you miss a final like that's 25 points right there. You're yep. missing out. Yep. If you're battling for someone with the points lead and they win it, like, and 25 points is a lot when yeah. you when you only have it. It seems like a lot of races, 16 rounds of racing, but when you look at it like that, it's it's 25 points means a lot. So. Well, and and I I think one of the thing I've noticed over the years is I look at the top five um, at the end of the year and they're pretty close. I mean, some of yeah. them are within a few points. Yep. You know, and so if you miss a, a finals, that could that I mean that could knock you from first down to fifth. Yeah, exactly. I think last year I was I had one day of racing. I, I had one final I didn't make last year, and like just looking back on that, it was I don't mean it wasn't even really like a mistake by me, but missing that final, I I was twenty five points last year from two guys in front of me. So wow. just making that one final could have yeah. bumped me into. <laughs> Bump me up two spots. So. It's exciting. It's stressful. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, well, it, there are definitely more more stressful days than others, but a lot of the time, yeah, it's pretty stressful. So, so um, <clears throat> it's you've been uh, training with uh, Ryan, yep. um, uh, Tanian's uh, trainer, and it is uh, you know I've been watching you in the last year and all the things you've been doing off the season yep. to, to prepare yourself for the, the race season, which has been impressive and, and, and exciting to see. But there's also this, you know, you've got you, which mm -hmm. you can control physically, yeah. similar to Tanian and, you know, when you're on the track and I mean, it's, you know, you're controlling that. Mm -hmm. But then you have that additional factor of the machine, Yep. you know, and so <laughs> the machine breaks or, you know, or yeah. if it's not running correctly, um, what happens if your, if your sled breaks down? Well, a lot of the times, I would say like one of the biggest biggest issues or things you'll see on a sled that breaks is a belt. Mm -hmm. So we have, I mean, three four guys look at look at my belt before each race, and I think it's just maintenance. I got my dad, uh, my one mechanic Jesse, and then I have another mechanic uh, Doug, and then I also have uh, my uncle Lyle. So I have four guys 
looking over my sled between each race. And I would say that's one of the biggest parts. If you're if you're not keeping up on your sled, it's just like anything. If you don't keep up on your car, it's yeah. not going to make it the whole way. So, yeah. Without the context of talking about snowcross, it would be a pretty weird statement to say, I have four guys looking at my belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but so yeah, it helps to have a have a crew um keeping my sled running. So yeah. So what happened? So I I remember last year, I can't remember what race it was, but um you're racing, uh something happened and I think you might have might have hit a, a jump a little bit off. Yep. And then and then the guy behind you yep. came and landed on top. Landed on top of you. You bailed at the last second. Yeah. What happens then? Your sh- your sled's wrecked. Yeah. So that was two years ago. Was I that think. two years yeah, ago? Yeah. Canterbury. Yeah. So it was just like a mishap by one of the flaggers. So there's flaggers all around the track. If someone crashes, then they wave a yellow flag. Well, he came to help me. So then there was nobody at the face of this jump. Yep. But anyway, yeah, a guy came over, landed right on top of my sled, and we literally had to. We got a whole new chassis. Basically, the only thing we kept was the motor and a few spare Jeez. spare parts. Everything else was toast. So, <laughs> do you have that, a back, backup sled? Then? Yep, I have. Okay. I'll have two race sleds at every race weekend in case something like that happens. So, gotta have, we gotta have a backup sled. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, a whole. Well, we had I think two weeks off after that race, and mm-hmm. it was a grind for sure for my dad and Doug and all the guys oh, working yeah. on my sled. They had to. Put that thing back together. Build <laughs> yeah. it from nothing. We came over, the boys and I came over, and, and your mm-hmm. dad and, and uh, Doug were, I think they were working on it. And yeah. They had it all torn apart, and yep. it was uh, it's pretty fascinating. Folks, we got the phone lines open. Do you have questions for Riley Bester with Team Lavalli and Polaris? Uh, give us a call. Uh, best question this morning is going to win Timberwolves tickets. Four tickets to the T-Wolves. 651-647-2910 is the call number. Give us a call at 651 Four seven two nine one zero. That is the call number to the studio. Best question is going to win real estate question, insurance question, or questions about snowcross and racing. Give us a call. The text line. You can also text your question to seven six three four four three five six six four seven six three four four three five six six four. We are on Facebook, Evan. Which pages are we on? Are we on all the the pages on We're Facebook? On. We're oh, on yeah. Facebook.com. Yeah, Facebook.com. Uh, yeah, if you go to the Minnesota uh, Home Talk Real Estate page, we're there. We're streaming there. We're, we're streaming, streaming on there. my page. YouTube. If you clicked, if you clicked share, we're streaming on your page. I think I clicked share. I think Riley clicked yep. share. It's streaming on his page. I we're streaming on YouTube. We're streaming, streaming on everywhere. several YouTube. Several. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. Nobody told me to share it on mine. <laughs> hey, share it right now. We got, we got yeah. 25 minutes left of the show. <laughs> All plenty, right, boy. plenty of time. <laughs> plenty of time. We got the phone lines open again. We've got Riley Best with Team Lavalley and Players, Taney and Walgrave, uh, myself. We're here with uh, Walgrave Real Estate Group and the Minnesota Real Estate Team with Remax Advantage Plus. Phone lines are open. You have real estate questions. Seven. Uh, the the text number is seven six three. You can text your. You see that, Evan? I saved. That's called a save. You know, it's that's, funny. That's a save. You've been saying the number wrong. I just realized I've been typing in the number wrong on our chat. Have you really? Yeah. I, I think it's an easy error for someone to spot. Yeah. I have 652 oh, Let me Let me fix that. We'll fix that. All right. Yeah. The text number is 763-443-5664. Text your questions to 763 443 
888-646-5664. The call-in number to the studio. If you'd like to give us a call, ask questions related to real estate insurance or Snowcross, the call-in number to the studio is 651-647-2910. The call-in number of the studio is 651 647 2910. All right, I'm going to do, I want to jump over and do these eight steps to make your remote business hacker proof. And then we're going to end the show with uh, more talk with uh, Riley Bester, Snowcross, Team Lavalli, and Polaris. All right, eight steps to make your remote business hacker proof. Of course, we all know that in the last 18 months, uh, more and more companies, more and more employees uh, have had the opportunity to work from home. And a part of that is, uh, working remotely. So how do you hacker-proof that? Eight steps to make your remote business hacker-proof. Number one, use passphrases instead of passwords on your account. Evan, what does that mean? (laughs) Of course you're asking me. Uh, I can read what's here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, all right. Uh, Passphrases as a broad idea is... There's a great comic about this, actually, from like 10 years ago from XKCD, which is you make up word associations. Mm-hmm. So the problem with passwords as a general concept is we all just think of something that's short and convenient because it's like we want something that's easy to type in and we use the same thing everywhere. Don't do it. What you want to be doing is like so the, the comic is you think of something that's related to the business in some way, something that it reminds you of. And then you just kind of do free word association from there and come up with a really long password. Right. So like horse staple gun. Yeah. You know, like it's long enough. And then you put a year after it or whatever. Yeah. And now you have a super secure password <laughs> as opposed to something where it's like you just look at the keyboard and you go, well, I'll just type eight keys in a row and then put a one after it. <laughs> Which is like immediately breakable right. by any sort of automatic hacking thing. So we're talking about eight steps to make your remote business hacker-proof. Number one, use passphrases instead of passwords on your account. Number two, use two-factor authentication. This adds a layer of security, making it more difficult for hackers to gain access to your account. It requires an additional login credential, uh, such as a code sent via text or email. Tay, you and I were talking about this uh, last week. I think you need this to log into your St. Thomas account. Yeah, so we get like a, every time we go to log in, we get a text message with another code in order to get into our account. So it, it's kind of annoying, but I understand why they do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the article says it makes it harder for a hacker to gain access to your account. It makes it harder for anyone to gain access yeah. to your account, including you. Yeah. But for sure. <laughs> the security is generally worth it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And and it's pretty, you know, if they text you the the code and it's, you know, it's pulled up on your phone, you just type it in. Yeah. Um I I think that one is great. And it's number 2 on our list, use two-factor authentication. Number 3, encrypt your devices. Data encryption hides your data so others with access to your computer won't be able to view it. Uh, Evan, do you have this? Do you have some encryption on your devices? Yeah, and it's I actually these days it's on by default it in is? like Android settings and stuff. Um, Probably not iPhone settings oh, yeah. though. It actually, <laughs> I think it mind. is, but I mean, like it, in the last few years, it's just kind of become the default for yeah. for new phones. But beyond that, um, if you work for a company that has mm-hmm. any sort of managed IT. You know, you have to grant a set of permissions when you connect to like an Outlook server or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And like here at the radio station, if I want to have access to my work email offsite, I not only have to have my device encrypted, I have given the company permission to remote lock my device if I report it as stolen. 
because obviously yeah. I'm not so, so much a journalist anymore. Right. But there are a lot of people in the building who very much are. Yeah. And so we have to protect sources and things like oh, that. Yeah. Confidential information for any business is important. And you need the ability to remotely deactivate yeah, that device yeah. and make sure that the encryption happens. Because when the phone's on, it's not encrypted. Right. right? You have access to your stuff. Yep. The, the idea is as soon as that, that device is off and locked, no one can access the data. Yeah. It's good stuff, and and that's number, what is that, number four on our list. Number five on the list is uh, watch the apps that you download. Watch the apps that you download often when a smartphone gets hacked. The point of entry from hackers is an app uh, from Google Play Store or Apple App Store. Um, So make sure that uh, you review and be cautious on the apps uh, that you download. I mean, I think that's, you know, whether it's your smartphone or your computer, mm. um, always be cautious on, on what you're, on what you're not only downloading, um, but you're clicking as well. Uh, next one on our list is uh, keep devices and software up to date. Um, when you see, when you receive an alert, uh, be sure to update your device. So, um, Macintosh, Windows, Android, Apple, uh, gives you the make sure you're using the latest versions of that software. Make sure that they're up to date uh, because those include updated um, security as well. And next one on our list. Uh, f- oh, this one we talked about this before the show. This is interesting. Uh, find my device. Enable find my device for Windows, Android, and Apple devices to make sure that they can be found uh, if they were ever stolen. Once you enable it, you can locate lost lap- laptops, phones. And tablets. You know what they should make is a find your child. Yeah. You know, that would be a good one. I could it exists. It is. I have good news. <laughs> uh there's there's a couple ways to do this, but one that's starting to become popular is to just buy something like an air tag or a tile. Yeah. Stick it on your kid. Just put it on. Just put it on your kid. <laughs> stick it in their pocket and say, You never take this out of your pocket. Yeah, that's a, or I mean Sometimes I'm not saying, folks, I ever lose my children, but I'm just saying that it would be nice to always, you know, be able to find them quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think most parents are going to empathize with that sort of thing. It's not great to have your kids on a leash, but it would be kind of great to have your kids on a leash, right? <laughs> folks, we got the phone lines open. Do you have real estate questions, insurance questions, or questions about Snowcross? Give us a call. The phone lines are open at seven six. The text line is open at seven six three. Holy smokes! What is happening to you, Jason? It's, it's just it's it's the heat wave. It's it's so, it's so darn hot. It's we've just done too many brain. shows this year. Every day this year we've done a show. Every day. have you thought about that? Every single day this year we have done. a How show. How else are we able to get to fifty thousand shows? That's true. If we're not doing them daily, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> text line that you can text your question to seven six three four four three five six six four. That is the text line seven. Six three four four three five six six four. Text your real estate or snowcross questions, or you can call into the studio. Phone lines are open at at six five one six four seven two nine one zero. If you have questions for Riley, Evan, Tini, or myself, give us a call. The studio lines are open at six five one six four seven two nine one zero. All right, we're talking about eight steps to make your remote business hacker proof. And uh, we've got a couple more here on the list. Um, set up an automatic backup of your data. Use an external hard drive to back up your files so you protect your business if data loss occurs. Um, or you can do one remotely. Uh, I use, let's see, Carbonite, I believe, is, is, the, 
is the service that I use. It updates. It's a reputable company. Is it? Heard of them before. That's good. (laughs) So it it backs up everything that's on my computer. Um, I started using that, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago. I had one of the agents uh, in my office. Uh, His computer crashed. He lost everything, all of his outlook, all of his data. And it was, I mean, it, it was a catastrophic event. Uh, for him, so uh, definitely use a backup system. Uh, I think you know external hard drives are great, but you can, sometimes you forget to do that. Offsite backups are better. Offsite backup um, automatically. I'm a big fan of. There's another service called Backblaze. The thing I really like about them uh, over some other da- data protection companies, and there are a lot of really good ones, is their policy is if you have a total loss event, right? So. From my perspective as an insurance agent, if your house or business burns down, Mm -hmm. so it's not just like, oh, the computer stopped working. It's like, the computer is gone. There (laughs) is no hope of recovering the data because it's a burned, you know, pile of melted plastic. You get, when you call the data recovery company, they send you a disk. They don't, you don't have to download it from the cloud server. They just mail you your data on a disk. You put it into your machine and you copy it over to your new machine. That's huge. So it's... Yeah, you have to wait for the mail. But if you're in that type of catastrophic situation, mm-hmm. waiting two days for a shipment of your data is not a big deal because you're not going to be up and running anyway. Right. Because everything burned down and you're right. taking a couple <laughs> days off. So no big deal. But it means that, you know, if you're if you live in a more rural area and your fastest speed is like, you know, thirty megabit or even a hundred megabit, yeah. That re downloading a whole computer's worth of data could take days and days and mm-hmm. days of just like, well, progress bar is going, so I think it's working. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, I think that's a great feature. I really like that. Overson, I think he had, he lost all the data in his computer, and I think it took him 72 hours to get it returned, you know, downloaded. It was yeah. three days of, of information coming back in, so. Yeah, and I, I do believe that they offer like a, you can pay a little extra. It's like, get it, it doesn't cost anything to just you basically you get the drive and you send it back yeah and you can expedite it if it's like i need that data today now yeah now and then you send pay a courier <laughs> all right and the last one on our list folks of the eight steps to make remote business hacker proof uh number eight is check if you've been hacked already um so there's some different sites out here uh, the one they're using is uh h-a-v-e-l-b-e-e-n-p wned.com uh, check to see if you've been hacked already uh, and, and that happens I mean you, you may have been hacked and you don't even know about it um, so there's ways to, to keep an eye on that as well um, your browser uh, if you use Chrome or Firefox it has a password manager built in it'll let you know of websites that have had known breaches since the last time you updated your password in there very if good. you go into your passwords very very useful and if you're the kind of person that doesn't do the thing we were talking about before and you do use the same password in a lot of places, if you get one of those notifications, you should change your password yep. on every single site that uses that same password. Change it. Yeah. So the I'm going to add a ninth tip here. All right. Don't let non-authorized users on work-related devices. Mm-hmm. And what that that sounds really technical. It means don't let your kids use your work computer. That yep. is like the number one way that people get, you know, stuff on their yep. computer and things go awry. Yep. Is you let a little kid on your computer and they do the things that you know better than to do, yep. like click on the thing or download click, the click, app click, or whatever. Click. And all of a sudden, <laughs> if it's their little, you know, like you've got your kid and they have their own iPad, 
it's not a big deal if no. their iPad you know gets compromised or whatever. You just wipe the thing and start over. Yep. Not an option for your personal work there. Right. That's really bad. Seen it a lot of times. <laughs> Don't do it. Get them their own cheapo little fire tablet or something like that. <laughs> yep. Don't let them use your work devices. Don't do it. I love it. I love it, folks. We got the phone line. Evan is very passionate about that last number nine that we had. Yeah, so. I've uh, I've seen some real, real horror stories where it's just like it was so easy to not have this happen. Yes. but for convenience, you just went. Oh, it's no big Go deal. Ahead. They know more about computers than me. It's like. That may be true. Yeah. They, that also means that they know how to break them more yeah. easily. So if it's work essential and you don't have backups and those things, don't let your kids on it. Please, I implore you. I've seen so many bad things. Entire family photo histories lost. Oh. Don't do it. That would be brutal. Folks, we got the phone lines open. Jason Walgrave here, Athenian Walgrave, Evan Little. And we've got Riley Besser, first time in the studio. With Team Lavalley and Polaris, the phone lines are open at um, 651. Call into the studio. Studio lines are open at 651-647-2910. That is the call number of the studio. Best question this morning. You're going to win four tickets to a Timberwolves game on us. Four tickets to a T-Wolves game. Studio lines are open at 651 647 2910. The text line. You can also text your questions to 763 443 Five six six four seven six three four four three five six six four. All right, so we got another text in question, another one for Riley. Oh, so pretty okay. simple. When we were talking a little bit about this before, because we were talking about training, <clears throat> what specific types of training do you do when you're not riding? Like, what are the other types of training that you go through? Yeah, so there are a few. Um, the main ones I'm, I or the main things I do to train is. Number one, work out in the gym. Um, before, I mean, before the last two years, I, I didn't really do much in the gym. I just kind of, I just kind of did me. I just, uh, what did I do? I played lacrosse, so I was in the gym a little bit for that. For that, but um, these last two years, when I started, or I've been working with uh, my trainer Ryan, who I got introduced from by Jason and Tay. Um, and he's been helping me a ton with just strength stuff, cardio, basically all around, just everything I need to race. And then, um, the other biggest thing is just riding. It's nice. We used to start our, or our first race used to be Thanksgiving, right after Thanksgiving. Um, so we wouldn't get as much practice time in, but I've had over a month of practice. Um, so time on my sled on the track. Um, I think I've I've probably had 15, 15, 20 days of riding, I bet now. Oh, wow. um, so, yeah, that's been super nice this year. I've gotten a lot of riding, so I feel good on the sled. But, yeah, I'd say just in the gym, uh, running, biking, um, and then just time on the sled. How long are the, the typical or the average time for a race? How many minutes are on the track during a race? So last year, I would say, well, all the way up until our last two races, like I feel like it would be anywhere from five minutes to nine or ten minutes. Okay. They didn't really, they just did it by lap, so we would never really even know how long we were going to be out there. <laughs> Where heat races, it'll be like half that, so we'll go out there for four, four minutes, yeah. whatever it is. But now... Um, they switched it like for pros halfway through the season, and they did it by time. Okay. So every race was 10 minutes, and then you'd do two laps. So when the timer hit 10, yep. you'd do two more laps, and then you're done. All right, and so then, I, I have a follow-up question here. 
So, so your fitness regimen, obviously, strength is important. You're doing yep. big jumps, all that kind of stuff. Uh, how important, like, how much does the sled weigh versus you? And how important, you know, like, do they do they go, hey, if you lose 10 pounds, you could pick up a half a second on this yeah. course or whatever? I mean, I wouldn't say, well, the sleds, to answer your first question, the sleds, I think, are like four or 500 pounds, okay. I want to say. I, I, I don't know exactly. <laughs> probably close. Yeah. yeah. They're around that, so they're heavy. Yeah, they're um, beefy. Yeah. But I would say, I mean, anywhere from... 150 pounds to 200 I would say that's kind of your your range you want to be at because yeah like you said if you weigh more than if you weigh like 250 obviously it's going to weigh the sled down a little bit. Yeah you're at a disadvantage right? Yeah so I mean I weigh right now I'm like 170 I think and I mean I'm Pretty, You're very pretty competitive. Good. Yeah, I feel I feel good and competitive. Yeah, for well, sure. I just, I, you know, so I'm a I'm a kind of low key F1 fan, and yep. I know that that's one of always the the shocking things is you know these guys are in tremendous shape because they've yeah. got to in, un- endure all these G forces and stuff, but they're also the constantly like as skinny as I can be. Yeah, because they want to ride that line of minimum weight on the car. Yeah, you know, it's it's an important thing in racing, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like, I mean. I don't know. It's yeah. It, like there aren't a lot of guys built like me. No, out on the racetrack. No, not, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> not at the competitive, competitive uh, stage. But, but yeah. To go back to the time. So now they moved, or I, th- I believe they're going to continue it this year. Okay. Because it went really well the last two races last year for us. So it'll be like our finals will be eight minutes, and then plus two laps. Plus two laps. And then the pros will be ten plus two. Okay. So. So, so it's kind of like training when you're doing your off-season training. I mean, you're you're training to like a two-mile race. Yeah, you know, I would like say a two so. Two-mile run. Yeah, you know, so which which is you know you you don't have a. I would probably drop over dead if I ran two miles. <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, but you ran a marathon or a half marathon uh, this summer. Yeah, 10, ten ten miles. So ten miles. close. Yeah. Well, ten miles is next be... year. You're running grandmas. That's yeah, what's <laughs> yeah. My mom actually ran the grandmas marathon. Yeah, I want to do that one day. Goes every year, and I'm just like, really? oh my god. Yeah, twenty five mile or twenty five point two. That's a long ways. <sighs> In Duluth. Oh man, that's a brutal. The race hills with too. The hills. Yeah. yeah. Uh, grandmas, I think, is supposedly like one of the hardest races in the country. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It's because because be. you like go down and up. Yeah. And it's like. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Twin Cities Marathon is a pretty tough one, too. There's a lot of elevation in that course. So. Yes, that's the course we ran. But we must have did the... You did, like, the first 10 or whatever? I think we did the last. Last, last 10? 10, yeah. I want to say we did, like, the last 10 or something. Well, it sounds like something that I would love to do if I weighed 150 pounds less than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we got the phone lines open at 651-647-2910. Uh, text I'm just going to say, just text your question. We've text only your got question. Text your question, 763-443-5664. Riley, you got a few minutes left in the show. Uh, you are part of the team Lavalli and Polaris uh, group. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I'm with, uh, I think, so three years ago, is that right, Tay? Yeah. I switched from Articat to Polaris, and... Um, I joined Team Lavalle, which is obviously owned by Levi, and he's he's been around. He's raced freestyle. He's jumped, did a flip at the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's got the longest jump, so he's kind of done it all. So it it was super cool to join in with him and get all of his feedback and his knowledge from Snowcross. And then Glenn Kafka, he's been in the racing industry longer than I even know. 
Um, and he's kind of the head crew chief. He he uh, gives us all our clutching and sled setup. So those two guys are owners in the team. And then I got Adam and Kyle, who are both my teammates. Um, it's been us three now the past three years. Um, so Adam, he was racing with me last year in ProLite, which was fun. We always got to battle. But now he won the championship, so he'll be racing pro. And then um, Kyle will be in pro as well. He's raced pro now for, I want to say, 10, 10 yeah, or so years. Well, that's exciting. Just over 10 years. That's super I think. exciting. And yeah. tell me about, tell me about your, your team, the Riley Bester team. Yeah, so I, I have obviously my crew of guys, um, my dad, Jesse, Doug, and then my uh, uncle Lyle. So I'll be in my own trailer, and then the other two guys will be in another trailer. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We all just work together, and hopefully I can have a strong season this year. Uh, you're going to have a great year. You're going to have a great year. You're definitely in the best shape you've ever been in. Um, yep. I tell you what, Riley, it's a lot of fun to go to these events and and see all of your fans, mm-hmm. um, especially like the little kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. you for know, sure. I mean, they are you are a magnet to the little kids, yeah. and um, it's really cool to see just how how much they adore you and, and how how you yeah. treat them, and it's it's cool. Yeah, and that's kind of been like I've I've always been reminded by my parents, and even like even these little kids' parents, like mm-hmm. like stay true to like yourself and be there for all these kids because when I was their age, I was looking up to. All those guys like mm-hmm. Levi, Cody Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want it like even Dylan Jansen. I remember I used to watch him and think it was the coolest thing ever when he would come give me knuckles or tell <laughs> yeah. me good job at a podium. So I just the biggest thing is just reminding myself how that made me feel when I was their age and just keeping that going as I get older and not not get too cocky or selfish. Oh, you're, doing, say, you're doing so, an excellent job, yeah. folks, to watch Riley this weekend or this coming weekend uh, at Canterbury, or you can go to snowcross.com uh, to get tickets and find out all the upcoming races. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, thanks to everybody for, for listening this morning. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year. expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500.